0: Ba do ba da ba do
1: If you're having trouble with your high school head,
0: he's giving you the blues.
2: You wanna graduate, but
0: not in his bed. Oi! Hello there.
2: Oi! I got me quite a bone to pick with ye.
0: Why is that? Spit it out.
2: Well, I'll spit it out. I'm not gonna be picking it with you, but I'm just saying, I got, I got quite, I got quite a thorn up, up me bum.
0: Well, it's best to take it out of there, mate, <laughs> before I lose my accent.
2: Reckon so. You and I have had quite a day leading up to this recording, don't you reckon?
0: Yeah, it kind of feels like we've been uh, out all day, despite having the day off. Like we we shouldn't have needed to be out all day.
2: Sort of feels like we maybe shouldn't have been out all day. Maybe.
0: (laughs) And yet, here we are.
2: Here we are. Here
0: we are at 8 o'clock.
2: Eight eight hours later. (laughs) We was out all day. Uh, You know what we was doing? What was we doing? We was getting ourselves some flu shots.
0: Yeah, how did, I'm sorry, Brandon, how did flu shots take eight hours?
2: Well, I'll tell you.
0: I'll tell you what.
2: I'll tell you what, you fucking plebe.
0: <laughs> yeah?
2: It's a small price to pay for semi-universal health care, um, and so I'm not really complaining about it. It's not their fault it took so long. It just sort of happened that way. So, you know, count your blessings. Be happy you're paying thousands of dollars a month for health insurance <laughs> if you listen listening to this in the States.
1: We bit
0: across the pond there, paying for your health care. Paying out the bloody nose.
2: Oi. Oi. <laughs> that's because that's where we are. You know, what everyone refers to as across the pond is Thailand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing British or UK somewhere accents. I don't nah, know. Mate.
2: This is Australian. Nah,
0: no, it's not. Oi. Australian.
2: Australian.
0: This is Australian, mate.
2: Now I've got a good question for you. What's that? Is Billy Butcher from The Boys not Australian? He's not
0: Australian. We've had this conversation before.
2: Probably the last time we recorded an episode revolved <laughs> around the TV show.
0: It's like Northern England or something.
2: Oi. F- I'm. I feel as though I'm I sweaty mate a, you know I you know the thing is I believe you I just could have sworn he was an Aussie
0: nah he's just got that rough and tumble kinda rarr. you know <laughs> rawr. <laughs> rawr. it's uh it's definitely UK though you remember you remember that scene where he's in the bar he's in the pub yeah. they've got a big old got themselves a big old British flag.
2: Well I thought that was the Australian. Well <laughs> I'm looking at it here, and you are right, in fact, uh if I scroll down on the Wikipedia page for Mr. William Butcher, uh he he does have here uh British listed as his nationality. Well then.
0: That's a right fact there, mate.
2: Right bloody fact. Anyway, this is the bargain den. I'm Australia man. <laughs> possible british man
0: i think you're northern uh, northern britain something i'm so fucking tired (laughs) i'm so tired i'm australian and i'm and i'm brandon and i'm donna
1: and this is the balkenden it's your weekly source of financial advice in the form of us watching movies and determining whether or not (laughs) just drop my toothpick (laughs) it made
0: it sound like i just did a sound effect for your toothpick that's what my toothpick sounded like (laughs) Um, wow now you really are rough and tumble with your toothpick in your mouth while you record you got your beard your long um, hair
1: yeah very nice we're gonna be talking about um with high energy high standards here
0: yes i am so awake and alive and not tired everything's great and we're going to talk about the boys. The boys,
1: obviously. Here come the
2: boys. boys. There he goes, here he comes.
1: Um yeah, it's season three came out and it took us a minute, but we got around to it. Watched the dang thing front to back in the course of a couple of weeks, enjoyed it.
0: I like to think that oh, uh, like for our listeners, all they got like you all can think that we only waited to give you all a chance to watch it yeah. because you're all hardcore and you've listened to all of our episodes and yeah. you know that we already did seasons one through two. Yeah. And so when season three dropped, you were like, oh, shit, I got to watch this before they talk about it and ruin it. And we graciously gave you like two or three months to figure that out. And yeah. it definitely wasn't because um, I was busy. It was for your benefit, listener, obviously. That's so uh, that all said, we're going to spoil it. We're going to spoil this ding-dang series. The Bartington doesn't always do TV series, but when we do, we fucking spoil it.
1: That's right. Um, so I, oh darn it, I was going to just read off the, some some kind of run us through each episode real quick to kind of give us like a, a synopsis. Your yawn scared me. Boy this actually came out back in June. We're <laughs> We're, we're a little
0: June, July, August, September. We gave you all like 4 months.
1: The last episode was July 8th for whatever it's worth. So.
0: Yeah, squeen.
1: Um but oh yeah, I was going to read it like just use the episode descriptions to help us here, but they tried to uh, they decided to be cheeky. And at least for these first couple of episodes, they've written the descriptions as if they are from the uh the, the boys universe. So like episode one is like you and your guests, you and a guest are invited to the premiere of the Dawn of the Seven this Thursday at 7 PM at Vaught Towers, Lamplighter Memorial Theater. Screenings will be followed by a Q and A with the Adam with a director. So it's like not helpful, you know, love that. Anyway, we're back in the Vaught universe and things have kind of settled down, but tensions are still high. Um, turns out that Huey is in cahoots with, a government entity that's responsible for uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, superhero management. They're uh, going to, there's a better word, not management, accountability. Yeah. Superhero they accountability. They keep superheroes accountable.
1: And uh, uh, it is headed by the one and only
0: Congresswoman.
1: Whose name is? Oh boy, lady.
0: N- um, C-
1: was like no, no. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Victoria Newman. Vic- Victoria. Yeah. Newman. Vicky. 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 A.
1: Hey, Vicky. How's it going? Vicky. Vicky and Huey are teamed up. They're bringing in superheroes with the help of the boys. Huey's not really associated with the boys, but Billy, Butcher, and the rest of the gang, we got Frenchie, Kimiko, not Mother's Milk. M.M. is retired from the game. But those three, they're bringing in soups who are doing no good. And
0: but- so now they're like bona fide government agents and working within the law, and Butcher's starting to get his shit together and not just kill every soup he can. Because it's about justice.
1: Um... And things go all right for a bit, um, but then it turns out that Vicky actually isn't okay. She's also a soup. We knew that from the last season, but Huey learns it, so he figures out that, um, yeah, she's basically she, Vicky's basically um, Ed Stan Edgar's daughter, more or less, adopted daughter. So Vot's responsible for the control of superheroes and the creation of them. It's all messed up and corrupt, so.
0: Meanwhile, meanwhile. there's a new temporary compound V and it's in testing. And Mave gets some to Butcher. And Butcher's like, this could be handy. And then when he learns that um, Newman is uh, actually a soup, and he's kinda like, Yeah, fuck it, all bets are off. I'm I'm doing whatever I need to do. I'm butcher.
1: So the crux of this season lies around the fact that there is a possibility that there is an old superhero named Soldier Boy who was destroyed and killed by the Russians.
0: Real quick, is it hard for you to say Soldier Boy instead of Soldier Boy? Uh I kind Soldier of Boy up in the Oh, watch me crazy, watch mm-hmm. me roll.
1: A little Soldier bit,
0: yeah. Boy, Superman that oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, now watch me, you. <laughs>
1: do you know what it is to Superman a hoe?
0: Uh, when you come on her back and throw a blanket on there and it sticks like that, a cape?
1: That's what I was told in seventh grade. So, yeah. Um,
0: it's funny, like, how many kids had to learn that in, like, middle school? Because it's like, Superman that hoe, now watch me, you. And someone's like, do you even know what that means? And you're like, I
1: don't know. It's upsetting to imagine a seventh grader explaining that to me now. Um. Anyway. uh
0: side note because that's what we're about um my homeroom and art teacher in middle school loved this song <laughs> and lo- like loved it we played it all the time and he like was part of a talent show group that all danced to this for the talent show <laughs> very very funny anyway you
1: know that may not be true it may not did you learn hear that as well Or did you hear that from me? I
0: might have heard it from you. I don't know. I've heard it. I mean, regardless, Superman, that hoe isn't the nicest thing to say.
1: I was a fan of the song because the band I set my friends on fire got pretty popular because of a cover of it. We have four minutes to get through the rest of this season. The crux crux of this season (laughs) is the fact that... um, Soldier Boy. That Soldier Boy... um, was Destroyed by a Russian weapon, so the boys decide we need to get a hold of that Russian weapon because
0: They're, it can take down Homelander exactly. once and for all.
1: Homelander's still fucking batshit and they need to destroy him. So the boys head off to Russia. Storm Starlight stays back um, and is kind of basically at the whim of whatever the fuck Homelander wants to do. Um, they go to Russia and find out that. There is no secret weapon. However, Soldier Boy is alive, and Soldier Boy is mad. So, And he's
0: also been experimented on to the point that he now has new and stronger powers than before.
1: Radioactive powers that seemingly take away other soup's powers.
0: So uh, you can see where this is headed. Butcher makes a deal with Soldier Boy to get Homelander in exchange for helping Soldier Boy track down his old team who we find out betrayed him and gave him over to the Russians. At Vought's
1: behest. Soldier Boy agrees. The hunt begins. Takes us all over the place. Starlight at one point decides she's no longer gonna be the pretty face for Vought and turns Homeland over uh, to the media saying that, you know, like, hey, Homelander's evil and stuff. And... (laughs) Uh, everybody, there's a lot of political discourse in the United States, and that's just a sidebar. (laughs) Um, eventually, it all comes to it. Should
0: be noted also that Soldier Boy killed MM's family, yes, and so MM has uh, a skin in the game and he gets pulled into
1: it. Battles ensue, no one dies quite yet. Um, ultimately, what ends up happening. They kill all of Soldier Boy's old team and then take the fight to Vought Tower with Maeve on their side. Maeve fights Homelander. The boys fight Soldier Boy because they realize they can't just go about this through killing. They need to do things right.
0: Well, Soldier Boy also turns on them because they're, and I quote, pussies.
1: Right. Um,
0: Because we also find out that Soldier Boy is Homelander's father. Yeah. And there's a moment where you're like, well, is he still gonna kill him? And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna kill him because he's a pussy.
1: Um, Homelander ends up getting Ryan back. Um, the, the boys have almost apprehended Soldier Boy, but then he goes nuclear and then Maeve jumps out of a window with him so that no one else is hurt. Um, both Soldier Boy and Maeve survived that explosion, except for Maeve no longer has her powers. Soldier Boy is now back in capsule land and um, basically everything's kind of the same except for Victoria Newman uh, is now running as vice president uh, of the United States. Homelander has Ryan by his side as well as a large portion of the American public who are okay with him openly murdering his opposition. And, uh, oh, also turns out the temp V turns your brain into Swiss cheese. Butcher's dying.
0: And Huey... uh Came damn close because he also started using Tempfee with Butcher.
1: Yeah. Um, goodness, can you, real quick, what'd you think of this season?
0: Uh, loved it. Um, it was maybe not as good as the other two seasons, but still like, fuck yeah, it's the boys until the last episode. And I didn't like that. What about you, Brandon?
1: Same. Seven great episodes and one episode, and that being episode eight, to honestly make the whole thing questionable as to whether or not I would would have wanted to even pick back up on this season. I'll pick back up for season four, but um, it it just it really felt like they were like, actually, nothing's going to change. Thanks for spending eight hours with us. Yeah. Let's see if we can find some temporary V in the clearance aisle.
0: I didn't find any temporary V but I did find some temp D sucking my dick Ayo. <laughs> fucking got him fucking got him ah. Donna, if you
1: could have a temporary superpower what would you have
0: if I could have a temporary superpower oh I do think flying would be pretty cool Um, yeah that that'd be nice what about you
1: Gosh, if it was just temporary, I think if I was like, if somebody was just like, quick, what's your temporary superpower? I would like stop time, which sounds like a cop out, but like,
0: Mm. pretty dope. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think you could get everything you wanted done with time stoppage.
0: Yeah, and like, even if you could only do it for 24 hours, I think 24 hours of time stopping, you really could get about everything, like... You get a lot of shit done.
1: You could stop it at hour twenty-three forever and just learn, just read all the books, learn all of it, and just then come back. And that's a loophole to become super intelligent. (laughs)
0: Fucking got him. Fucking got him. Do you think you get bored though? You'd be like, fucking hell! All right, I I can't do this anymore.
1: Yeah. If it wasn't that, I would still stick by my 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 not temporary power that I would love to have, which would be to to duplicate myself.
0: That would be really nice. Um, that brings its own complications because does your duplicated self also have all the same thoughts and feelings as you?
1: Yeah. I have control.
0: Because
1: then. Like a hive mind control thing.
0: Okay. But yeah, like,
1: like, like. I am the singularity. I am the one.
0: Okay. So, so you are both. There's just two bodies walking around. Yeah. That, that's nice. Because that, the thing is like someone's probably got to stay home. Or at least out of you, you know? Like, you mm-hmm. can't have two of you going around. It's probably... It's like time continuum shit, except clones.
1: Yeah, so that's, like... That's, that's my weakness in my head, is that the fact that I can control both of them means that, like, when I have two bodies, I'm exerting twice as much energy constantly.
0: Oh, you gotta take a fucking nap.
1: Yeah, so, like, I could you know, have like hundreds of myself, but I would just instantly pass out. i thought about this oh my a God. lot.
0: What if, okay, but I've thought about this too. Cause I had the same thought as like, what if it takes all the same amount of energy though? Like, and even if there were two of you, you'd both have to sleep, right? And then it's like, what if, what if your clone could stay home and like do the sleeping for you? Like, ah oh, shit, I've got to pull an all nighter. And i'm like, okay, you sleep and get energy. And I'm going to fucking do this.
1: Well, yeah. But the thing is, is if you were doing it, you would be negating the sleep. So that's fine. But then you would just like.
0: Yeah, but then I could stay up 24 hours and it would just feel like it was eight o'clock all day. Like I just woke up.
1: It would feel like you, you hadn't slept at all.
0: But the other one's sleeping.
1: Right. But like it would feel like you didn't sleep because you stayed up. Like you're exerting that energy. Yeah, but And so th- you don't get the energy that the clones are doing. I would say that's a no-no. Well,
0: then we could swap back and forth. If I needed an all-nighter, like, okay, I'm tuckered out. Like, you have to get up and fucking write this paper. And I'm going to take a nap, swap, ta- t- team out, or whatever. What what do you it- say in sports? Uh, you're like, <laughs> tap out. Like, I got to tag, switch Tag, you. Out, ta- yeah. tag um, out.
1: No, I don't think it works like that, though. No, I think that's the thing. Is like... You like yeah, you you are constantly exerting energy and so you would just be exhausted. Like
0: Yeah, but you are both people.
2: But that's the weakness, Donna.
0: Right. I'm just saying, if you if you are both people, then whatever they're doing also affects what you do.
1: Yeah, maybe so in that sense, but like I don't think you can gain sleep from the other one. I think that uh, that's, that's part fair.
0: of it. Like, because it's a separate body. Yeah. You know, regardless, I think that that's a very frugal superpower. But is the boys season three frugal?
1: Um, no, I mean, lots of destruction. Again, it's a superhero thing. There was uh-huh. lots of buildings exploding. We had an exploding superhero this season. Uh-huh. That was his whole jam. Uh, political discourse, not frugal. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's not
0: wait why is the political discourse not frugal
1: i mean look at look at look at the biden economics right now
0: <laughs> okay
1: i saw that somewhere on the internet <laughs> today somebody
0: look at the biden economics
1: yeah and i was like i don't i don't know what you mean <laughs> look at them look at it um yeah so clearly that's not frugal Um, I think that what else? What do you think?
0: You know, I think that the temp V is not frugal. Um, at first, at the beginning of the season, I thought it would be very frugal, especially when it, it seemed like there was a, an addictive component. Like you suffer through withdrawals whenever you come off of it. So I was like, of course, like super drug, super lucrative and sell it to the army. And now suddenly the army needs it desperately. Um, but then it was like, well, that's not going to be sustainable if after a couple of weeks, all the soldiers drop dead from the V. So like, it's a, it's a frugal idea, but at the stage that it was in for this season, not frugal. And that was the stage at which Stan Stan Edgar was trying to sell it to Congress. So not frugal. Like, you really should have just waited on that one, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do, do more research, stabilize your drug. Like, not frugal.
1: Yeah, I think that at the end, whenever Starlight, like, threw away her, her costume, that wasn't frugal, could have sold that on eBay. You said that.
0: That's true. And as M.M. pointed out, Um, that's, it's a historic building that they're operating out of, and throwing it loose down the chute like that could have broken something. Gotta, gotta take care of these things. And, um, yeah, just not frugal all around. She could have had a fucking charity event. For, I bet you could raise so much money for cha- like, oh, well, it's for charity. Like, I'm not just vain and buying Starlight's outfit so I can jack off later. Like, <laughs> this is for charity, you, obviously.
1: Um, you're you're thinking very highly of the people that have money to afford charity auctions. Um,
0: Thank you. I try to <laughs> give them the now? benefit of the doubt.
1: Um, I think that. Having a season where nothing resolves is frugal because then you can just do it again in season four.
0: Yeah, it's like, what did they like from season three? Because we are literally back where we started, so we can just make, we can do it all, like rinse and repeat. That is frugal. I don't like it, but it is frugal.
1: Not frugal of the Emmys to not give Anthony Starr, a.k.a. Homelander, and Emmy, Emmy, cricket, Emmy, and Christmas. And that Mister Tony Star needs needs an Emmy, I think. Outstanding performance. Everybody does pretty pretty good in this, but I, I think Homelander really takes the cake. IMO.
0: Um. I also loved. Fuck. Hang on.
1: Oh laws. What? Uh, M.M.?
0: I mean yeah him too but I was thinking Laz
1: pardon me Laz Alonzo Karen
0: Nathan Mitchell who plays Black Noir fucking kill like that, he should have got like a supporting actor nomination
1: I mean this season hasn't been nominated yet I'm just saying okay well
0: he past. should get one
1: uh, also Tomer Capone really a lot of them I mean a lot of these actors are really pulling really great stuff um with just a handful, where I was, I was getting a little. Actually, no, I think everybody acting wise, this is a good show. Acting, all the actors are really doing their their damnedest all up until the end. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, like really everything was great until, like, okay, I had a couple bones I could pick for just personal preferences, right? But up until the last episode, there was nothing really bad, nothing damning, you know. It's just that whole back to square one shit. And it was like, oh, you remember all the character building we've done this whole season? Yeah, I don't care anymore. I tossed it out the window because it wasn't convenient to start over.
1: All right. I am curious. Um, looking at the the episode like breakdown here on Wikipedia, um, it's kind of interesting. It seems like they do like... Two episodes at a time with different directors. Um, however, it does look like every episode was written by a different person, with the exception of David Reed, who um, directed or wrote the second episode and then co wrote the last episode with Logan R- Richie. And I feel like maybe. That is where we can look for some poo poo, because that Logan Ritchie seems to be.
0: He seems to be.
1: He seems to be. Seems to be the uh, the the what's the word? What the the you know? Culprit. The culprit. Uh, That's the only thing he's ever written.
0: Oh, is he like a newbie?
1: Maybe. I mean, he's done. He did. Uh, he was a writer's assistant uh, for several of the episodes as well. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I Probably Amazon. Bezos.
0: Yeah, honestly, Bezos. probably Amazon. Because uh, the writing was not bad until then. Like It really feels like there were some orders given. I don't know how else to explain it unless everyone just sat down for the last episode and did too much coke and just fucking... Said, fuck it. I don't know. Like, what happened?
1: So, I think, although, so, so is it frugal or not frugal? Because it may be frugal in the sense that this whole like wiping the slate clean, doing it again. <clears throat> that may be yeah. frugal. That seems to, t- even though it's like, I feel like there's more points in the not frugal, that frugal aspect seems to kind of outweigh it.
0: And it kind of undoes all the not frugal stuff too. It's true. Because, like, what did any of the frugal or not frugal matter? If we're just gonna start over,
1: all right. Season three. Also,
0: Mave is gonna go live off the grid on a farm, self-sustain with her girlfriend, and that's fucking
1: frugal. That's frugal. Um, gonna do jump to our uh, reader mail segment. We have a, a email here.
0: Reader email. That was a thing. I'll I'll workshop it.
1: That was that was your slogan when you were campaigning for Trump, if I remember correctly.
0: <laughs> nice. Fucking got him.
1: Uh, just kidding. Okay. Donna never did that. Um, Aisha sends in an email saying, I came across your email contact prior to a private search while in need of a trusted person. My name is Mrs. Aisha Gaddafi, a single mother and a widow of three children.
0: Am, I'm sorry. What was the name again?
1: Um, I am the only biological. It repeats a couple times. Okay. Here, so I am the only biological daughter of the late Libyan president, late Colonel Muammar Gaddafi, and I have a business proposal for you worth $27.5 million. And I need mutual respect, trust, honesty, transparency, adequate support, and assistance. Hope to hear from you for more details. Warmest regards, uh, Mrs. Gaddafi. Thanks, Mrs. Thank you.
0: I was waiting the whole time to make that joke, and it wasn't even that good. Go ahead.
1: How dare you despert the Gaddafi name?
0: I do kind of feel bad for that. But, uh, so, hey, guys, join us next week. Just I'm,
1: kidding. Donna doesn't feel bad for that, because I think he was a bad man.
0: All right. Thanks for tuning in. I want to thank the Lounge Kittens for the use of their cover of Dirty Deeds, and I want to thank Sarah Anastasia for the use of their art. That's our thumbnail. And I'd like to thank uh, uh, you for listening <laughs> to the terrible noises that I make. I'd also like to thank Anchor FM for... Hosting our r s s feed, which means that the podcast gets sent to wherever you listen to podcasts. Anchor takes care of that, and I'd also like to thank our bargainer, who's our bargainer this week brandon
1: well not not Momar Gaddafi not a um it's jack thirty two forty five
0: Thank you, Jack. If you would like to be our next bargainer, dear listener. It's simple. Go to iTunes, find our podcast, scroll down to the bottom where it says rate and review. Pop in five stars there or however many you feel is appropriate because it really doesn't affect your status as the bargainer and we'll read the review that you leave and you'll become the next bargainer. It's super easy. It takes two seconds. Pause right now and just take care of it while you're thinking about it. We know you want to go do it. Yada, yada. Pushy, pushy. All right.
1: Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week. We apologize if anything we said on here was not untoward. We were very tired. We I'm not, so
0: tired. Good night. We do not
1: support Muammar Gaddafi. Or, uh, good my good name night. Is, my name is Brandon. <laughs>
0: my name is Donna.
1: Pinch those pennies.
0: And stay frugal.
1: Now, I got something here for you, Donna. It's right up your alley. I know you're going to love it. I know it's going to be right something there that's going to, you're just going to want to, and love it so much. It's a Pia Eve. Maybe mispronouncing that company name. Who knows? But this right here it's a cat litter mat supersize now i know you i you. Cat know litter loving... mat supersize now don't be interrupting me here i'm sorry it's, it is it's a cat litter mat and it's only 16.99 it's 15 off from 1999 and it ships same day now what this mat does is it's got little hexagons on it so what you the cat gets out of the cat litter and you know how our cats like to kick their shit and piss <laughs> onto the ground? I do. And they may be not successful in kicking the piss and shit, but they do get lots of the little cat litter everywhere. What this does is this is a mat that's got two segments on it, so you can fold it, and then it, all the cat litter drops to a secondary thing, and you can just dump it so it doesn't actually get up in the mat. I'll have to show you a picture.
0: That actually sounds kind of nice. Think of all the time we would save.
1: Look at this. Do you see that? Shit, that's not the big
0: It dude. looks nice. Oh, okay, okay.
1: Good audio medium. Thank you everybody what for What a listening. good invention, I love that. It's frugal.
0: But you ain't got the guts. She keeps
1: nagging.